Welcome to the Roxborough Church Podcast. For more resources and information, visit RoxboroughChurch.org. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Built 
would normally do writings while he was going through various trials and tribulations, while he was struggling in, in situations, writing, uh, writing hope and writing faith messages to everyone while he was in prison. He, you know, while he was going through a hardship, he still had this hope, this faith that could not be shaken because he witnessed the reality of a savior. He understood that this savior was uh, or is a guarantee. You know, we hope that if someone writes us a check that when we put it in the account that it will cash. We hope that when we get to the place where we're going, that we will find it well. We hope that when we go home, that things will be better than the way you left it. You know, these are hopes. But the thing about it, if Jesus get there before you, it is guaranteed. If you put your trust in the Lord, it is guaranteed. He is a, 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 a guarantor. It's almost like... A, needing a co-signer in a sense you know he is not only the co-signer but he owns the bank you feel me it's, 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 it's no loss it's, it's a guarantor it's a guarantee he, he he's going to make sure that you're well he's going to make sure that you get to the place that he has prepared for you because his word never fails and so Paul understood that. And so when he write these things, he write and he says, listen, I, I, I'm describing well-being as prosperity, safety, harm, safe, safety from harm and deliverance from enemies. Meaning that I know that if Christ called me to it, he's going to get me there. This peace is more than just the absence of a conflict, a trouble. It is the result of having been declared righteous by faith. It also could refer to the believer's experience of peace with God. So in God we have peace. And the peace that surpasses all understanding. It's the hope that, that you know that if God is in it, it's going to be alright. If God is for you, who can be against you? If God says yes, who can say no? Because his word is everlasting. His voice is prominent. You don't have to repeat it. So I always say that God spoke it, and until we can clearly understand it or hear it, then we'll receive it. Because he's God. His word is guaranteed. This grace in which we stand indicates not only the past events, that we've experienced this grace that God granted us. We've come through some things in life that we never thought we would make it through. But this grace, by going through it, you experience the grace that God has given you in it. Some things when you thought the, the, the trouble or the hammer was going to come down on you, it was a pillow fight because of God's grace. I'm trying to describe to you how pleasant it is to serve a God and how important it is to have trust and faith in Him. 
to make sure that above all things, you don't lose hope in knowing that he is. And so here, he talks about the reality that is made possible by the work of Christ on the cross. We boast refers to expressing truth or trust in God to do what he promised. And we know that God is a God of promises and he never failed us. I mean, just take a moment and really think about it. Have God ever failed you? Has he not promised you something that you don't have or that you know is coming? Oh, that's the best part. The best part is like, okay, it's almost like you, you, you're with your family and, 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 you know, you're going on vacation, right? And so you're going on vacation, you're going to Hershey Park. I don't say Hershey because Hershey is like one of my favorite places in the world. Some people say Disney, but I like Hershey. You know, it's, maybe it's the topic and the atmosphere. You know, I love it. And so I love Hershey. And so when, when, when we plan a trip to Hershey Park, it is, it's, it, I'm just hoping, you know, that we get there safely, and when we get there, that Hershey Park is going to be Hershey Park, right? You, all the rides, all the chocolate, all the fun, the family fun, the, the, the experience is going to be just as great as it was the year before, you know, and, and you know you've been there before. That's what God has said. His, 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 he, he's like, listen, I, I've been there before. So rest assured that I'm going to see you through the next situation. And so it's like, it's like we know like Christmas is coming. The kids are excited. They're waiting. They know they're going to get something for Christmas. They know me. The parents love you. You know, you're going to get something. You know, it's like you wake up in the morning. If you was like me, you would peek down the steps when your parents go to sleep finally from packing all your, your presents. Right? Yeah, see? My son, they think I don't know that he creeps out and look and see what he had before the sunrise. But, but that's what you do because of the anticipation of the hope of the promise that something is going to be gifted to me. And God is saying, listen, I have many gifts. I have many things for you. And I'm, I have it. It's not under the tree. It's under the cross. And see, the thing about God, the thing about the gift that we give, we purchase. But the thing about the, the gift that God gave, he purchased with his life. So he purchased us to be saved, to, to, to be able to be reconnected to the Father, to be able to, 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 to have life everlasting. Those who have faith like Abraham will not boast about their works, but rather they will boast in God's power to provide despite of our human limitations. Because we, we, it's like we can't lean on our own trust in our own ability. We have to trust in God. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like singing in church for the very first time. You, you know, you, you, you're not sure how it's going to come out. You can rehearse it all day. You know, we rehearse singing. We rehearse preaching. But you don't really know how it's going to come out until it comes out, right? 
And, and you, your hope is that it just blesses somebody or that it lifts somebody's spirit or that it brings worship in the house or it causes somebody to stand up and praise God or it causes somebody that was feeling low to come up to the mountaintop and feel joy of the Lord, which is their strength, to be renewed and refreshed in that hope that you prepared something from God. But here's the key. The key is when you dedicate whatever comes out of your mouth to God, he will do the blessing in the house. He will do the feeling in the house. And so the hope isn't in your ability, but the hope is in the ability that the Holy Spirit will move on your behalf simply because you're giving God praise. Get it? And so we don't trust in our own because my voice might crack. I might forget the words. I might lose the melody. But... The melody from heaven. Yeah, that reminds me of that song. Kurt Franklin. The melody from heaven. Yeah. Rain down on me. Rain. And, and see, see, see that, that that's it right there. The melody is not the melodies that comes out of our voice, but it's the melodies from heaven rain down on me. As I open my mouth to worship God, Lord, let your spirit rain down to be present. To help someone that is going through an affliction or going through some problems or some sufferings on account of persecution, we need the Spirit of God to lift up their spirit. And so we hope in His ability or in His Spirit to move and not that of our own. Some believers may have worried that such afflictions were a sign of God's wrath. But no, no, no. However, Paul challenges them to view suffering as a way of character building. You, you know, it, 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 it's almost like, you know, the whole, you know, it, it's almost like he, he uses suffering, and, and the way he described it here is the suffering that we go through, God is just trying to get the best out of us. You know, it, it, it's not, it's to make sure that you don't go a certain route. Let's say that, you know, the detour sign is there, you know, it, 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 but, but this is, this is the joy of the Lord though. You have a bowl and, and you just can't, you just can't hit it. You just keep gutting. No. Right? No, you probably don't because Pastor Ray is a bowler, right? But listen, the rest of us might understand the gutter ball, right? But here, here, here is, here, here is God's grace though. You ever see when the bumpers come up for the kids? It's guaranteed you're going to hit something, right? And you're not going to gut it. See, that's what God. See, 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 right there is what he said. See, now your confidence is high. Like, I'm going to hit something because of the bumper. See, that's what the Lord has said. Look, I want to, I want to build your character. But, but you got to remember, now if you get that strike while the bumpers is up, see, if you get your mind right, you can get that same strike while the bumpers are down. It takes skills. It takes keep practicing. It takes trust in your trust. When you let go of that ball, the Lord will guide it right for the strike. You hope. You hope. You know, put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the power of God and the creation and his promises. Don't, don't, not in your own ability, especially if you're going against Pastor Ray. Uh. <laughs> 
Romans chapter 8, verse 18 says, I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us. When God gets the best, listen, when God, when you go through a suffering situation and God breaks you out, it's like you stick your chest out a little bit. It's, you, you walk a little different, you know? You, 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 you feel like, man, that, you know, it wasn't that bad. It changed something in me for the better. And then when that situation comes again, you're like, oh, no. Because I remember how God showed me how to avoid it and get around it. And so it kind of builds your character a little different. Then you walk a little different. Where you used to stumble on that, on, that, on that one part of life, now you just step over it because you have the ability through the Holy Spirit to overcome it. Because you put your trust and your hope in a God that overcame the world. And so the first point I want to get to you is hope rearranges our present. Hope rearranges our present. Our present time that we're going through, God, really, he can change. Listen, things can change in a moment. They said, uh, a friend of mine used to always say, his name Wayne Joe, he used to always say, what do 24 hours make? What difference does 24 hours can make? Life can change in an instant. You know, just in an instant, life can change. You can get a bad report or something. You, you've been, you know, some, sometimes people walk with sickness until they know they have it. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I feel it. But God kept you through it while I was sitting there. Where's the hope at? Where's the trust at? Knowing that he can heal it. Amen. It, it's almost like a, you know, you, you, you keep saying that somebody's a pain. Maybe you'll catch one sooner or later. You keep saying that. So instead of saying somebody's a pain, just say God is working on them like he's working on me. And I hope that they get the message kind of like I'm getting the message. You, you know, you, you got to hold fast to that hope. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 14 says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present, this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good eager to do what is good yeah you, you know you, you have to be eager to do what is good like, I, I, I want to I wanna show somebody the good of God in me, you know? I want to show somebody something, like, good that God is in me, you know? It, you know, we, sometimes we want to show ourselves sometimes because we might have that, 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 that blame on, as they call it. You know, we think we got swag or something. But uh, uh, what about when somebody say, um, the light of, see the light of Christ in you, you know? That should make you feel like, what? You know, that's, that should make you say, what? Uh, tonight, so when I came in, right, 
that I'm doing this. I, I was feeling, I was feeling, I, I don't know. I was excited about church, but I knew that I had a little bit of time to prepare for the service. So my mind was like, all right, you know, I'm running a little late. So, you know, the, the enemy likes to tell you everything's not going to get done. But see, my hope wasn't on everything not getting done. My hope was on everything getting done. It was just a matter of work and time that I, I'm going to put into it to make sure that it gets done. And so the neighbors was walking across the street, and they were walking in, I mean, walking across the parking lot. They was walking their dog, and the neighbors stopped me. I don't know, my dog jumped at me. He's pit bull. I don't really play that, but I am, you know, I played the cool. Yeah, I thought I was cool in the moment. You know, somebody else's pit bull wanted to say hello, and I was like, hey, how you doing? Say it from there. But here's the thing, though. I hope you don't bite me. And, and my hope and trust in the Lord, and you bite me. But anyway. So here, here's the thing. So she, she looks at me and she says, hey, you're the pastor. I got to tell you, you're a cool pastor with your t-shirts on. And I said, thank you. And, and it wasn't what she said. It was that she noticed that we're here. So it opened up a conversation to invite her in. I said, well, you got to come in. You gotta come in on Saturday. And she said, we are prepared to do so. That gave me the joy that I needed to walk through those doors and get service going. And so whatever the enemy put in my head, God said, no. You're gonna go in excited because this is not a time that we need to be down. This is a time where our hope is built on nothing less but God's word and his promises. And so the hope of glory and the hope of salvation for this neighbor is bubbling in me like, yo, she heard that means she knows we're here. She knows me. I never met her day in my life. But that means the social media, whatever, however she's getting in contact or seeing, it's working. Let's keep going. It just builds up that joy in you. The grace of God, it refers to Christ's appearance on earth, including his life, death, and resurrection, which manifests God's grace and made possible the way of salvation for us. The present age describes the present time that we're living in, the, the moment that we're living in, with all the negativity around us, God's blessed hope is still alive. And we still anticipate the return of our Savior, Jesus Christ. But meantime, until he returns, he is walking with us. His spirit is with us. His spirit is moving with us. His spirit is opening doors that no man can shut. He's shutting doors that no man can open. He's smoothing the rough roads. He's bringing the mountains tied down. And he's giving us the, the straight path instead of the crooked path. He's making ways out of nowhere. He is blessing us. So until he returns, I must say amen and still shout hallelujah. Until I see glory, until I get there, I'm going to live with the hope of glory. I'm going to live with the hope of Christ in my heart. So I know that he lives because I know that the things he does for me in this present time, in this suffering, in this city, with all this violence, I'm still standing. And I'm standing on the hope and the promises that God said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. 
I'm still standing on the fact he said that greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. I'm still standing on the promises that he has prepared the place for me. Because in his father's house there are many mansions. Many of us might live in an apartment or a small house. Well, dance in your small house because when you get the glory, you know that Jesus is preparing something woo, far more greater than what we have. But we celebrate him now. The foundation of our Christian hope is in the resurrection and the power of Jesus Christ. While we anticipate his return, we believe that he lives and he gives us victory over death, which changes the course of our lives at this moment. Once you accept Christ, you have now literally stepped into the way of eternity with Christ Jesus. And so nothing else really matters. You are being filled with the hope of glory. Like it's, it's almost like a promises, a promise that will never be broken, a home that will never be broken into, the tears that will dry, pains that will change. We will get new bodies. We hope, listen, I, I know I'm 52. You know, things ain't, you know, things don't work like they used to, you know? You gotta stretch in the morning a little bit more, a little bit longer and a little bit slower. Pains just come out of nowhere. You're like, what is that? I never even knew what that existed. You know, I, I see my son doing some flips and things. I'm like, I wish. But there was a time I could, but right now, I don't have that moment, but my hope is when I get my new body, I'm challenging to a couple backflips. Hey, you know, I, I know what's waiting for me, so when I get it, I'll be all right. You know, I, I'll even play Michael Jordan if he makes it up there, amen? You know, I might cross him over, you know? At least I hope. And my hope is built, <laughs> nothing less. Right? Amen? Amen. So, so, so the second thing I want you to grasp is our hope is alive in Jesus. Our hope is alive in Jesus. If you have your Bible, turn to 1 Peter chapter 1. What was that? 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning at the third verse. And it reads, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation 
that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now, for a little while, you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. In all kinds of trials. Oh boy, do we know the trials. But sometimes we can get lost in the trials. But don't get lost in the trials. Find the word of God that will lead you right out of it. Or learn what God is trying to teach you in it. So that you can come out of it. But when, if, he, if, if, he put, if he's allowing you to go through some trials, that's mean he's building up perseverance. And perseverance is building up character. And character is building hope. He's changing Here, Peter expresses gratitude to God for his salvation through the person and the work of God's Son, Jesus, who we put our trust in. Born again refers to the believers as new life. You know, old things have passed away, all things become new when we're in Christ. Some of us still want to put on that coat, but if you want to put the coat on, at least wash it. You know, knowing that, knowing that all things are new. You know, you ever have, you ever put your your favorite hoodie in the um, in, in the wash machine, and then when you pull it out, and it has that great smell to it, and you put it on, it's like brand new, right? And it feels good as long as it didn't shrink in the dryer. It's still, still brand new, right? God is saying, listen, I'm gonna put you through it. You know, you went through some roundabout trials and tribulations. You have some situations, but when I bring you out of it, you're going to be brand new. Have that fresh smell, that fresh anointing on you, you know, that fresh fire, fresh wind from God, that, that everlasting water flowing in you, you know. Now you planted by the tree, you know, by the rivers and waters, you know. Your leaves won't wither. You know, plant, be planted. You know, like and, and being planted don't mean just to stand. You know, be get focus on them. You know, hold your position. Like in sports, you know, you gotta hold your position. God is saying, hold your position. You know, get it on your toes. Stop walking flat-footed. Be prepared for something. You know, because your hope is built on something, right? And so you don't want to be flat-footed, and you want to. And you know, you, you wanna you wanna work, you, you wanna show. See, here's the thing as believers, well, we can show up for church service, that's fine, but let's work in the midst of it. You know, let's put up, you know, let's bounce on our toes, let's do something, let's be a part of a ministry, you know, let's become an elder or a deacon, let's, let's become a servant of the Lord, let's, let's become a singer or a worshiper, let's let's become a, a, a greeter, you know, let's let's become something like you know, our toes. Why? Because we're not doing this just for ourselves. We're doing this because we are in preparation for what we hope for. And so we are, are, are the ones that are inviting people in. Let's, let's do something. Let's do the sound and the record back there like Michaela is doing at 15. You know, 
preparing for something because she knows that she, it, it, it's something in her future that, that's going to be extraordinary. And so why wait until that comes? Our hope in our present time is now in Christ. So let's do something now that's extraordinary because I can't do it. She's better than me. But I can't. They said, they, she said, Dad, you know how to, I know. I don't. But we don't mind. Amen. She's back there. So extraordinary things at a young age like David. Extraordinary things. You know, he didn't just jump out and fight Goliath. You know, he fought a lion and a bear. And he was like Goliath. Man, I fought a beast. That's just a man. You know, he's a big man. But he can fall down too. We fall down. But we get up, right? And so our, because, why? Because his hope wasn't in ability, but his hope was in, I'm going to defend the word of God. So when it, 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 it's where your focus is. And, and, that's, and that's what the word is saying. You know, where your focus is. You know, God reveals us, himself in us, right? He shows us that he's with us. There's, there's situations that we face, situations that we go through, that God just shows up. You know it's God, because it's like, I don't even know how many to do that. But you know that it's God, and he shows you that he's with you, you know? He mugged up against you, you know, when you're feeling low. You ever, that, that, it, it's almost like when you're feeling low, and your favorite song of worship just, just all of a sudden comes to mind. He wasn't thinking about that. He was worried about the situation he was going through. But the Holy Spirit whispered that song, you know, that we get up. You know, something, you know. It just inspires you because the Holy Spirit is with you. It's because that hope that you have, like, oh, Lord, show up. You know, I, the statement we always say is, I hope all is well, right? I always feel like that's the second to I pray all as well because once I pray, then my hope and my trust is in the Lord doing to make all as well. And so I think that when you, you know, like just say I pray, and then put your trust and your hope in, in the Holy Spirit to, to do it. It's like you guarantee that it's going to be done. So I try my best to correct that and say I pray. Why? Because I put my trust in the Lord, not in the ability of this world that's going to come together. But James says in chapter 1, verse 2, Four says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, and perseverance finishes its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. God doesn't want you spiritually lacking anything. He wants you to knock on the door so he can open it. He wants you to call out his name so he can come. He wants you to be present with him like he is present with you. He wants you to use your gifts and your talents for the glory of God. He wants you to be leaning forward when you hear the word of God, responding to the needs of the people because God has given you the ability to do what needs to be done. Because we have to put our trust in the Lord. And so we have to count it joy when we're going through things. Because sometimes, most of the time, when we go through things, it's not just for us, but it's for us to teach somebody else and let them know the hope of glory will bring you through. Why? How do you know? Because I've been here before. 
And see, when you say that, now you got a prayer partner. Now you got somebody who believes that you're going to be all right. It's nothing like somebody else having confidence in what you're doing or what you're going through that you're going to be all right. Somebody that's just saying to you, it's not that bad. You know, I had people around me that said, it's not that bad. God can fix that. You know, I had people around me to encourage me at low points in life. And if it had not been for them telling me that God is able and that he can do it and that he did it for me, because I need to know, like, how you know? Because I've been worse than you. The worst happened to me. The bottom fell out. And all I know is that his hand lifted me. His love lifted me, you know? And then I, then I find a little hope. Now I, I can dance a little bit and say it's going to be all right. You know, I feel like it's going to be all right. Why? Because someone encouraged me in the Lord. And we have to be encouraging to somebody else. Because the last point is hope provides a newfound joy, right? Hope provides a newfound joy. It's like that. It's like when, 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 when you know, when, when the worst happens to you. Or when situations are, are, are blocking you in, or, 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 or you, you, you know, you're going through some hardship, you know, it, it, it's like once you realize that God is able, or that he got this, or once you give it to God, and he gives you that, that assurance that it's going to be all right, you know, you get that newfound joy, like all of a sudden, you know, you're walking out of the room. You know, when you wouldn't even come out the bed because the Lord spoke to you or the, the song encouraged you or the phone call encouraged you or reminded you or something reminded you that I did it for you before. I can do it again. Don't lose faith. Don't lose trust. Don't lose hope. But continue to lift up the name of the Lord and continue to have trust. And have your hope built in him. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Trust in God. Hope in God. His presence is everlasting. His peace is everlasting. His joy gives you strength. Don't lose In the wait, be hopeful, knowing that God will do it and will fix it for you. And that we're waiting for his presence to come in the situation. The situation is already designed. But like, I don't know what tomorrow faces for me. But what I do know is that God is in my tomorrow. And because he's in my tomorrow, I'm going to dance today, and I'll dance in tomorrow when it wakes me up. Come on, stand with me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your hope. We thank you for your presence. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we ask that you will continue to encourage us no matter what we're going through. Draw us close to you. Use the things you need to use to shape our characters to be more like you. Father, we know the word says, he that started a good work will finish it until the day of Jesus Christ, the day of judgment. Father, we know that you are with us. We know that everything is happening for a reason. So, Father, we put our trust in you. We put our hope in you. We have faith in knowing that you will see us through. 
Just in this season, Lord, draw us close to you. Prepare us for what you have for us to do, the work that you have prepared for us to do. Strengthen us during this time for the work you have for us to do in the new season. In Christ's name we pray. The church say amen. Amen. Pastor Ray is now on the come up and serve communion for us. Man, let's celebrate what God is doing. Come on, y'all. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. We pray it was life-giving. To find out more about us, visit our website at roxboroughchurch.org and join us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m.